Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are going to study the Prophet Ezekiel 16d. This is the fourth <coughs> portion of what is the longest chapter in Ezekiel. Um, and I hope to conclude this chapter today. Uh, I'm going to start from verse 43 as we left off 16c by reading verse 42. We, just, we ended with verse 42 because it was a slight sliver, a slight glimmer of hope where God had stated that despite that all of his anger he was going to spend against the people in horrific destruction, but that afterwards it would be over, meaning at some point it would end, the anger would end. The rest of the chapter until this point was discussing uh, the uh, parable, was comparing the people of Judah to a harlotrous wife, uh, a wife that um, was promiscuous with every other person besides her own husband, comparing that to the people of Israel, who are people of Judah more specifically in this case, who turned away from God and towards every other nation to look for uh, support and to learn the, from the ways of all the other nations and so on. Um, today, we're going to focus a little more on, on well, the, the punishment of God, but specifically towards the people of Judah as opposed to the people of the northern kingdom, Shomron, Samaria, or Israel, and um some other very interesting comparisons and we'll also get some other very clear ideas as we have had until now of what it was what was the root of the problem and if you remember god had talked about how he raised the people from nothing he raised the people from being compared it to a young uh, a, a baby girl found in abandoned in the field all dirty and and full of blood from the her her birth abandoned by her mother which was compared to the the jewish people at their infancy they were brought into slavery in egypt and so on and god brought them out god gave them the torah god gave them a land god gave them everything they needed and she had too much pride in herself and she all that beauty that she had achieved and all of that wonder that she had achieved she took complete um um, she took too much pride in it, took too much credit for what she had, and rather than, than using it for the right purposes for God, she used it for herself. Now, let's go on, let's read uh, 43. The reason for my punishment is because you did not remember those days of your youth. You don't remember where you came from. So therefore, you made me angry. You made me upset with all of your actions because you forgot where you came from. You forgot what you went through. And therefore, I will pay you back. Literally, this means I will put your ways on your head, meaning I will pay you back for what you have done. Noam Adonai Elim says, God, the Lord God, Velo asit et now this is uh, employing a um, a method of 
uh, uh, like a rhetorical question. Have you not done all of this terrible um, uh, zima, this this depraved uh, uh, promiscuity, that you've done that on top of all of the disgusting abominations and things that you've done? We know that you've done them. Have you not done them? Hine, this is verse 44. Anyone that talks about you says the following parable or proverb, just like mother, like daughter. Now, remember that the origins of the people of Israel were similar to the origins of the people within whom they lived. The Ammonites, the Moabites, um, these all had origins that went back, as we know, you know, for Ammon and Moab were the children of, um, of Lot, who was the cousin of Abraham. They came from the same place. The people that, sur- the nations that surrounded Israel came from the same, even Aram, the Arameans, that was where Abraham had come from. In other words, Israel had the same origins. They had similar languages to these other Semitic nations that lived near them. And, and um, the only thing that made them different was that God had given them a different path. God, after taking them out of Egypt, rescuing them, gave them a Torah, gave them a mission, gave them a land, gave them a temple, gave them the mitzvot, commandments, told them to be live ethical and moral lives. This point is crucial to understanding this entire chapter. So everyone is going to say, well, like mother, like daughter, the Jews are just like everyone else around them. They're no different than the other people that came from the same place. Bat imechat, you are the daughter of your mother. Go elet isha uvanah. Just like she rejected her husband and children, so have you. In other words, this pattern, this pattern of pride, this pattern of, 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 of looking in all the wrong places for love, so to speak. You are the sister of your sister. And we're going to see in a moment who these sisters are. That their husbands and children have rejected them. Your mother is a Hittite and your father is an Amorite. You are just like them. Just like the other inhabitants of the land within which you live, the land of Canaan, the land of Canaan, the Hittites and the Amorites, you have acted just as they have. And your big sister, Shomron, Samaria, which is the, the, the northern kingdom of Israel, who had been exiled and destroyed over a hundred years prior for their sins, he she and her daughters, Hayushevet al-Smolech, that live to the to your left, or the, this is a reference to the, to your north, and your little sister, who lives to your south, which is Sodom and her daughters. Sodom, of course, is the city which in the Bible was destroyed for its wickedness. And the daughters of Sodom is a reference to Ammon and Moab, who were the descendants that came from Sodom that also lived to Israel's um, to the east and south of Israel. Below Bedarchehen Halacht. Now, there's several ways to understand this verse 47. Most of the traditional commentaries understand that you did not go in their ways, meaning you were even worse than them. Another way of reading this is 
as again as a as a rhetorical question, have you not Have you not walked in their ways? I, I like the second approach a little better. It fits a little better into the words and the theme. Have you not went in their disgusting, abominable paths? Kimat kot. It is. It is almost as if you were. Um, that it's almost as if you have been worse than them, right? Um, it's only a small amount of time that it's been since they were destroyed, the Sodomites were destroyed, and the, and the people of Samaria, and you've already surpassed them in their evil ways. Now, how is it that they have surpassed these other nations if we know that these other nations were so corrupt, if we remember what we learned about them, in their respective places throughout the Bible, throughout the Torah. But the idea is, is that you were worse than them because you know, may, maybe, yes, they were more corrupt than them. That's one approach. But, but more importantly, I believe that it, the idea is, is that you've seen them and you've seen them get destroyed and you did not learn the lesson. And therefore, what you did is worse than what they did. You had the opportunity to learn from them and you didn't. And the reason why you didn't is because of your pride, and we're going to see that in a few verses from now, that the reason why you didn't learn the lessons from them is because you were so proud, you thought you were just inherently better than them. You thought that, I'm just better than them, so we can get away with the same stuff, and God won't punish us for it. And thinking that you are better than them, I'm going to show you that you're not. And keep a lookout for this, because this is the theme we're going to see in from soon before the end of this chapter. Chayani no Madonayelim. God swears, so says God. That 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 the people of Sodom, your sister, and her daughters, meaning again, I'm I'm assuming that this means Amun and Moab, although there's different interpretations. If have they had I swear, had they done, in other words, that they have not done as bad as you have done. In other words, because you have taken that pride and thought that you can get away with that which they did not. So rather than learn the lesson from them and improve your ways, you learned from them, you did not learn from them, and you just continued to go on their evil path, assuming that nothing would happen to you. What was the sin of Sidom, your sister? It was Gaon, it was pride. That was their sin, and you should have learned the lesson. Because well, how did they get pride? Because they had enough bread to eat, they had peace, they had a nice place to live, they had calm, quiet, they had food, they had wealth. She and her daughters had all those things. However, she did not help and support the poor. She did not help and support the ones that, that needed her. It was her pride. And it was her pride that took her down. This is Ezekiel explaining to us what the sin of Sodom was. With all the corruption that we know from the Torah Sodom had, the key thing was pride. The key thing was arrogance. So we've seen this repeatedly in virtually all of the prophets when they're describing virtually all of the sins of virtually all of the people throughout, his, throughout the bi biblical history. It always boils down to arrogance and pride. You had all of these things and you took credit and thought that this is me, this makes me great, rather than recognize where it came, comes from, it come, where it comes from God. 
And in there, um, they were thought themselves, as verse 50, as so great, that's why they went and did disgusting things in front of me. So I removed them from the world as I saw fit. Now, or, uh, now the idea is that um, here, that they had this pride and that took them off into a path of doing to'evot, of doing abominations. That's the same thing here. This, the key sin that caused the, the people of Judea to sin against God and to look at all of the idols and all of the disgusting practices, it all boiled down to pride. They had arrogance, and that's what did it to them. And Shomron, Samaria, the northern kingdom, they weren't even half as bad as you. You did more disgusting things than they did. You, by your behavior, you made them look good. You made them look as if they were tzedek, as if they were righteous. With all of the disgusting things that you have done. This is a difficult pasuk to translate, but this is verse 52. Therefore you, you will have to carry your shame. Your sin was pride. Your punishment, the, the atonement for that sin is shame, is embarrassment. Because you judged your sister. You thought, oh, we're better than them. You judged them. We're better than them. But, but or there's one way of understanding pilalt, because pilalt is from a language of judgment. However, um, or carry the shame which you judged your sisters. You thought that they were no good, therefore you're going to be feel that feeling of shame. Or it could mean that you caused others to look at your sisters, your sisters in Shomron, to look at them badly. Asher hit avt mehen. I'm sorry that that not you caused them to look at them badly, but rather you caused them to look good in their judgment by the sins that you have done, which were even worse than them. Therefore, titzdakna mimeh. Therefore, she looked even better than you. Vegam at, and therefore you boshi us ichli masech. You should be ashamed, and you will carry your shame. Bitzadektech achyotech because you have made your sisters look righteous. And they were not righteous, they were bad. But you made them look righteous because you were even worse. Now here God says something interesting. When I do the ultimate redemption in the future and bring the, the people of Judea back, I am going to bring them back too. I am going to bring back those, those other nations the ones that descend of Sodom, Ammon and Moab. We had hints of this in some of the other books of the prophets as well, that the other nations will be included in the redemption. Why? In order to show the people of Judea when they are redeemed that it's not just you that God loves. It's not just you that's special. But they are special too. The redemption will include everyone, including the descendants of Sodom, which we think of as the uber example of evil and corruption, but no, their children will be redeemed as well. And so too, the people of the northern kingdom will be returned as well. 
and and the the um and the return of your returns from exile will be among them you are going to return among the other nations not just by yourselves why in order that you should know in your redemption that you should carry this shame or this disgrace is and you should be ashamed of all the things that you did in, in such a way that, 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 that you will be giving them comfort as well. The redemption will only come about when we feel humbled, when that, shame, when that pride is gone. We cannot be redeemed without feeling that shame, and God will make this redemption happen in such a way that we will feel embarrassed about our mistakes. We will feel embarrassed about what we did wrong, and we will therefore, because we lost that, that, that arrogance and pride, we can finally give comfort to everyone, to all of those in the world around us, those other nations as well that are all redeemed along with, with us. And your sisters, Sedom Ubunoseha, the children of Sedom, this is Amon and Moab, as I've been translating until now, Tashovna Likadmasan, they will return to just as they were before, Vishomron and the northern kingdom of Noseha, and her children also Tashovna Likadmasan. They will return to be just like they were. Viatu Vunosayah, Tishuvena Likadmasan. And then you and your daughters will also return to be as they once were. Was not your your sister Sedom something that you made fun of in your mouth, something that you would talk of in the days when you felt pride? God is emphasizing this idea again and again and again, that now you had so much pride. Yeah, Sedom, they were a bunch of no, of no good people. They were a bunch of corrupt people. God destroyed them, but God won't destroy us because we're great. That pride was your flaw. That was the root of your entire flaw. Before your own, you said that before I have revealed your evil by this, you know, just not, just like, but now you are, I am revealing your evil. The whole world will see your shame when I destroy Jerusalem. Just at, like at this time, you will also bear the shame of the children of Aram. Not just the, now God is adding the other countries that are going to return, the other countries, not just the Ammonites and Moabites, but also the people from Aram, that was the where Assyria was, and all of her surroundings, even those of the Philistines, the daughters of the Philistines, which is another implacable foe of the Jewish people, but no, they will also be part of this redemption because you thought of yourselves as better than them. You were not better than them inherently. You were only better than them because you had the Torah, because you had God, because you had something to teach, you had something to share, you had a moral life to live, a life without pride, a life where you do help the, the poor and the needy. But you didn't do that. So therefore you're just like them. These are the countries that surround you all around. You yourself are going to bear the brunt of your um, uh, depraved, uh, promiscuous ways and your disgusting abominations. You are going to have to carry their weight and be punished for them. No so says God. God will continue to tell us more. This, these are the next few verses which end this chapter are verses of comfort 
but they are also verses um, which teach us of this idea of pride and humility. The pride that led to the destruction and the humility that's necessary for the redemption. Because so says the Lord God, I am going to do with you just like you did. You, because you were were um, you were mivaza. The word best word for that is you uh, uh, mistreated. You abused the the curse that and and you violated the covenant I made with you. I made a covenant with you with the Torah. I asked you to keep this Torah and you didn't. But I, God says, I will remember it. I'm always going to remember the promise I made to you when you were young. And I will establish this, this covenant with you as a covenant forever. Because I will keep that covenant and I will redeem you. But when I redeem you, it's not going to be so simple. I'm still going to remember your ways. However, you will be embarrassed. You will be ashamed of your previous behavior. But that shame is going to be your redemption. And that's, you're going to feel that shame when you take your older sisters, all those older sisters I listed, which are all the nations around you, when you bring them, when they all, when you bring them under the wing of God together with you, together with the ones that are that are younger than you. In other words, your big sisters, your little sisters, all of them are going to join. I am going to give them to you as daughters, even though they were not part of this covenant that I made, but they will be part of the redemption in the ultimate future. And then, when you feel that embarrassment and shame, when you feel that, that when that pride is gone from you, I will establish my covenant with you via dat, and then you will know Adonai. Only through humility do you know God. In order, again, God emphasizes this idea again. I'm going to do it in this way, and I'm going to bring those sisters along in order that you remember and you feel shame. You will no longer have any answers. You will no longer have all kinds of excuses. Pitchon Peh is just some, some kind of excuse, some kind of answer for, oh, I did this because, I did that because, I said this because, no, no more of that nonsense. You will finally feel shame for your deeds. When I finally do forgive you, and remember this forgiveness comes about because of what we just said in this, this same verse, because you remember and you are ashamed. Regarding all of the things that you did, so says the Lord your God. This concludes this chapter, which was so, in many cases, so difficult and so awful to read, but it also provides us the path of redemption, and that is the path of humility. And may we merit this day. Thank you so much for studying chapter 16 together. Looking forward to studying chapter 17, and of course, the rest of the book of Ezekiel together.